0: Monica matthew, monica matthew show. welcome back to the monica matthew show it's been a while happy 28th of june 2023 the year of our lord <laughs> yes it doesn't feel like it though does it you're probably tempted to believe that this is the year the four years the eight years the decade of the devil but i'm here to remind you that that is absolutely not true <laughs> welcome back to life, love, and liberty. Yes, I have every reason to laugh and be joyful and to be hopeful and gleeful. Uh, That's what happens whenever you spend time in the Word and you realize that our Heavenly Father, Yah Elohim, goes by uh, many other names other than Allah. Um, But the, the, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the only living, breathing, true God, and who has capital G, capital O, capital D, who begat... His own son through the womb of a virgin to uh, minister to the world while he was here and to per- suffer persecution, uh, to die a gruesome uh, sacrificial death uh, called a crucifixion, uh, to descend into the bowels of the earth and minister to those in hell and snatch the keys from the agent of death, hell and destruction. And, uh, and to come back to earth and then ascend that God, his, his father, that God Yeshua's father, right? There are many, listen, there are many, many gods in the earth, jockeying and vying for your heart, for your mind, for your soul, for your attention, for your money, your peace, your joy, your righteousness, your holiness, your life, the lives of your children, your families, your neighbors, your counties, your cities, your states, your entire country, and the globe for that matter. Because remember, this is a family feud that began many, 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 many before any of us were even a twinkling of an eye here on this planet. This family feud began then. You can tell a lot by who is serving. Whom and what, if you'll just listen long enough and watch long enough. I have never purported to have my Christian walk down perfectly. And something I will reject until Christ returns are my alleged brothers and sisters in the Lord who make it an absolute career path to, um, and they've worn that path out, let me tell you, to in one hand, they believe they've established relationship with me. and I know you're going to be able to relate to what I'm saying because this is not going to um, this is not going to remind you of yourself. Right. And if it does, please repent because it's really stinky stuff. It's awful. It's messy. And the body just doesn't need it. Right. But the people who will forever correct me on something, remind me of my sins in Twitter spaces, remind me of my verbiage isn't where they think it should be. And I'm just all up in everybody's rebellion. And, um, you know, and I'm full of pride and this, this, and that. These are the same people who will blow me up in back channels telling me their personal problems, uh, attempting to actually, what's worse is whenever it comes from someone who you have actually entrusted as a brother or sister in the Lord. And I know most of you can relate to that. And before you know it, they've just turned into, you know, critic number one. And can I tell you how unchristian that is? I mean, we're not talking about people who comment on my stuff, especially my spiritual posts and tweets, um, you know, with some type of like loving correction. People, they don't message me and say, hey, I saw what you tweeted. Some of you do. And I appreciate that, believe me, because it's not lost on me. But they don't take me to quote task over what they believe to be error uh, privately. They do it publicly. Right. And so I mark you. You are marked. You're marked in my heart and in my mind, and certainly in my prayer time. You're marked, and I stay away from people like that. I do not allow them to take up any space at all in my heart or my mind other than for the sake of this conversation. It's just something that people, I'm I'm warning you about that because please do not make the mistake of judging people where they are. First of all, we are called to judge one another within the body. (coughs) Excuse me, not the world. But within the body of Christ, we are called to judge one another from the standpoint of not condemnation. We're not sitting on the on the white throne judgment seat. That is reserved for one and one only, in that Yeshua. So we're not seated there. Amen? We're not supposed to be. But we are supposed to be able to discern and call that which is good good and that which is evil evil. Call it. Call it. Call it. Call it. Someone said to me today, they DM'd me on Twitter. This is happening like a lot lately. Monica. If you knew that someone um, with great influence was leading people in deception, what would you do? Right? And I said, very frankly and candidly and promptly, I would do what I always do. I would shine a light on it and call it out. Right? And, and this person says to me, well, would you mind calling, you know, if I give you the information, and this is a man, mind you, and this is a very well-known Christian man who's pretty public himself, but he wants me to lift that cross, right? He, he wants me to put that out there. And maybe it's because I'm in media. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Here's the thing. If you are a personality or if you're a person with the following and you see something that's wrong and you allege to be a solid man of the word, then what are you afraid of? Amen. And I'm going to ask some of you the same thing. I mean, when you see things happening, what what are you doing? Right. If you see things going wrong or awry at your school boards, are you afraid the FBI is going to show up at your house to the extent that you do not run for your school board or you don't take them to task, whether it's legally or showing up and voting them out? You know, it depends on the crime. It depends on whether or not, you know, they're actually molesting the minds of your children at school with, you know, unbeknownst to you, or they're transitioning your children at school unbeknownst to you, right? Uh, they they are manipulating your children, right? That That requires a call to action on your behalf, Christian, and not just complaining about it. And certainly nothing, you know, as radicalized as violence or, you know, And yes, words can be violent. So I'm not suggesting that you deal with these people in any way, shape, or form in a violent manner. On the contrary, I am suggesting that you simply show up with the power of the spirit of the living God in you, um, you know, your Holy Spirit, and start taking your territories back, right? So so all of this is going on all across the board. Like I said, my messages, DMs, you know, emails, text messages, just blowing up with people who are. What do we do about this? I know this about this person. Should we say something? These are very public people, you know, and you should know me by now. And if you don't, let me tell you how I roll. Um, I do not run to a megaphone with people's sins. I just don't. And some of you may look back at my radio career and and you know and howl that is not true. Well. What I mean by that is when you've had an opportunity as an elected official to actually get it right and you continue to make the sausage in favor of yourself and your pocketbooks and criminals, I'm definitely going to call that out. And I have consistently. And it has come at great cost at times, to be honest with you. It has, but, you know, but it's worth it. It's worth it. Sometimes it doesn't feel like it, but it is worth it because you know why? Because you are left without excuse when you know that a light has been shown on someone for the purposes of, for a hygiene check or sanitization with the truth, right? And so whenever a light is shown on someone, you are now responsible for that information. So if there are people that you have chosen and voted into office, then it is incumbent upon you to, you know, handle your business as any constituent has the constitutional right to do so. It is your responsibility. It is your civic duty to get out of your uh, waiting for the rapture recliner, um, you know, and heaving condemnation stones at people like me and others um, who happen to be public and, and taking the shots on, on behalf of other people, um, the hits rather. I'm not taking anybody's shots. Don't get it twisted. But and no guilt for those of you who have. Um, but, yeah, you know, get up. Get up out of your chair. Show up. Sign up for something. You don't have to have a child in school to sit on a school board. You you put your money together. Find somebody to run against these people if you don't want to be the one in the position, Find other people, there are plenty of young, talented, you know godly people who are who just don't even know they don't even think anyone believes in them enough to you know step up to the plate. well, get busy, get busy, take on your state g o p s your county g o p s which are a complete bastion of debauchery at this point uh politically speaking, awful, 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 awful. You talk about a schism. They have come in the state of Georgia alone, uh, you have your higher ups who are actually, you know, positioning for their jockeying for all of this and, and really stoking it uh to weed out the America First people. Right? Anyone who would be aligned with President Trump or America First, MAGA, all of those folks are being kicked to the curb and money, big money is being um being partitioned off for anyone but MAGA candidates or MAGA people in general. In in very local, localized races and positions. So you have to understand the terrain of what's happening, right? these these are all gods against God. <laughs> I know there's some people who are like new gods and old gods. Well, it depends on your definition of God, right? Lowercase G and uppercase G, uppercase O, uppercase D. But you but you do have you do have multiple gods at work right that that's what is happening in this earth right now and it, it, it's been happening this is nothing new it's just for our country and the earth it is writhing it we are in a revolutionary period sp- spiritually speaking and also as far as humanity goes in civilization just look around the globe i mean that's you know but it's nothing new again there's nothing new under the sun This happens to be new for Americans, particularly my generation, because we've never seen this level of wickedness out in the open. And so while Christians are busy heaving stones or tightening down, you know, trying to lasso those of us who are actually doing work in the fields, in the harvest, right? The harvest is plenty, the workers are few. So for those of us who are actually working, To the rest of you who are perpetual, eternal, just armchair warriors, Monday morning quarterbacks, do the kingdom a favor and zip it. You need to repent is what you need to do because what you're going to do is bring a curse upon yourself because the word says that, not me. And that is not what I wish upon you, trust me. I don't. I've been praying for people in recent weeks who have had some pretty awful things happen to their lives. Um, I mean, really awful, like really, really bad. And And they have been ratchet toward me in the past. And I have had to check my heart about that whenever I see things like that happen. I do not gloat. I don't celebrate. I just take a very serious, sober note. But you know why? Because it keeps me in check. Because I, too, can be tempted to call down a curse upon myself and not even mean to or realize it. When I start touching people verbally or, you know, verbally, right? Touching people who are, in fact, anointed by Father, I just don't quite understand their assignment. Or maybe we have personality differences, which is usually the problem, right? So it's usually a personality conflict, and we take that to the extreme of false prophet, (laughs) which I don't beat those bushes, I'm not going to lie. I don't waste any time trying to hunt for devils in people's ministries. Um, I just examine the fruit. And, And so to get back to where I began with this, we have to become really good fruit inspectors, but that has to begin in our own mirrors. I say that almost every show. Every single thing we do has to begin in our own heart and with father ourselves. And so this morning I was spending time in the word and I was back in numbers and I was reading about the cloud. Huh, this is so priceless, especially for now, right? Cause everything's the cloud. I mean, have you ever wondered like, what is the cloud? Right? The cloud, you know, it's just, I'm, I've never been super technologically savvy. So I, again, I don't. I don't spend a lot of time on subjects that I'm not um, already programmed <laughs> to to have uh, a particular acclamation for. Um, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I'll read about it. Uh, certainly, over time and having to use it, right? I've become a little bit more proficient in terminology and understanding. You know the mechanisms of of the machinations of of what certain systems do. when it comes to the cloud, right? There's not a cloud. With all of your information in it, there are awful ratchet people who keep all of your information and sell you on an open market like a used up piece of meat. That's what the cloud is. It is spying on you. It is surveilling you. It is positioning itself as a God within the earth, lowercase g, to absolutely take over every aspect of your life and to ease God out, ego, ease God out of our everyday lives. That's what it is positioned to do. And it's already doing it. It just hasn't come to into its fullness yet. And when it does, what you're not going to want to be is on the outside of the ark. Proverbially speaking, of course. But the ark is the word of God, the only living God, Elohim, Yah, the only living God, okay? And so that's the inerrant word. And as I'm studying in numbers about the cloud that went with them you know, by day, this is going to be a word for, for some of you. Some of you are really stressed out about moving, jobs, marriages, relationships, kids, whatever. Do I move? Do I stay? Do I quit my job? Do I go? Do I, you know, go back to school? There's so many things that we contend with on a daily basis, right? Um, or, or do you, pick up, do you pick up and move? That's a big one, right? We're always maneuvering as humans. We should be. I mean, to be static is just death. That's why I've never subscribed to retirement in this country. You see what a racket is. It's just its just a Ponzi scheme. Sorry, but it's true. Your Social Security is a Ponzi scheme. And you're going to be super lucky if or blessed. I don't know how you want to see it, but I, I think that retirement is basically like a curse. And I've seen people who retire well, but that's because they've got like a ton of money. But I don't know what they plan on doing once this old digital thing comes into play if they have not positioned themselves favorably. Because all those little gods right now are fighting. Amen? Mammon, Leviathan, Behemoth, Jezebel. I mean, the list goes on and on. They're all fighting. And if you're not in the ark, if you're not in the word, if you're not seated under that cloud, do you realize that the Israelites did not move until that cloud moved? Right. And it could be during the day or it could be in the evening because it was a cloud by day and it was a pillar of light by night, a pillar of fl- a pillar of fire by night. Right. And so they didn't always just move in the day. Sometimes they were instructed to move at night, but but they never moved unless the, until that cloud moved. Because in that cloud was their protection, was their victory, was their provision, their health. Every single thing they needed, their guidance, wisdom knowledge, understanding, every bit of it was in that cloud, right? Because the spirit of the Lord was within the cloud. And so that cloud was positioned and I was shocked and I just didn't remember. So I was shocked when I reread that they could have been there for two days, two weeks, sometimes two years. And they were not moving until that cloud moved. That's because there was constant communication between those who were in a position to, they had been ordained and they had been consecrated to, to communicate directly with the father who I'm now convinced they were communicating with Christ himself prior to him becoming flesh, right? Because you have father who, is Father, and thinks it. You have the Son who is the Word and speaks it, and you have the Holy Spirit who performs it. Amen. And so in between the three of them, you've got this amazing cloud. Right? Fascinating. But these people knew when to move according to those who were entrusted, right, Moses, Aaron, uh, the Levites, People who were consecrated, they were they were set apart, they were set aside in order to perform the things necessary to perform in order to have fellowship with a holy Yah. Amen. And so it wasn't everybody. Like not just anybody could go up and, and and you know, and position themselves uh in the tent, you know, to to even remotely put their stinky feet on, on holy ground. That's not how that went back in Numbers, okay? And so it occurred to me that all of that, right, was fulfilled. wasn't abolished. It was fulfilled in the embodiment of the Word, the Word becoming flesh, the Word becoming man, right? All of that was fulfilled. And guess who gets to walk directly under the cloud, through the mercy seat, boldly before the throne of our Father, and in fellowship without anyone in the earth, anything, no shrine, no icon, no priest, no father, no nothing. No, you know, frog or pet rock or whatever it is, whatever it is you all think it takes to to enter into the presence of our holy father, none of that, none of it. There's not a single door. Nothing. Do not let these lower gods confuse you and trick you into thinking that you can come in through the back door or the side door. There's no other door to the Father but through the Son as it is written that is final. And if you're not in the Word and the Word is not in you, which I call the Ark of the Covenant... Thank you, Holy Spirit. Wow, that is the Ark. Amen. And the Ark of the Covenant, man, that was the thing you definitely didn't touch if you weren't ordained. <laughs> because you're either going to burst in flames or fall into the earth. And I'm laughing. It's not funny, but it's true. I mean, listen, you were either cleansed and your life was completely consecrated. And go back and read Numbers. And see what all those men, men, all those men did to get them to prepare their physical bodies and the sacrifices that were made that were not humans. See, those are the lowercase gods. That's what's happening with all of our kids right now. Amen. They're trafficking children for organs and blood and eyes and brains and feet and, you know, hearts and lungs. It's unbelievable for sex, for for slave labor. And our government's funding it. This is this is not breaking news, right? I've had people on my show talk about it who who were absolutely a part of the whole HHS system who became whistleblowers or just by virtue of being on my show. Uh, and now there are people coming completely out of the show,ing up for Congress, you know, congressional hearings, Senate hearings. People just blah 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 all this. And all of you are like, "Oh my gosh, wow, this is really bad. What do we do?" Well. I'm so glad you asked. So the first thing we do is recognize who our enemy is. Amen. And our enemy is the same enemy he's always been. And his kingdom will always be our adversaries as children of Yah. Always. And all of these little ancillary gods who answer to his kingdom will always be our adversaries as children of Yah. That will never change. And they know that their time is short because there's coming a time when they will forever be in the lake of fire. And here's my point number two with the lowercase gods and what they're all, what they're, what they are conspiring to convince you and others of right now is that everyone will be reconciled. Okay. There's this ultimate reconciliation push, right? Even Lucifer, Satan himself will be reconciled to Yah. That's what they want you to believe, right? And it's part of the approach of, well, why not just mutilate children and let them transition because they can choose who they are at five? Because that's love. Because remember, love is love and love wins. And people who don't know, study, commune, fellowship with love himself, who is our father, the only living God, Yah, will buy that hook, line, and sinker. And they will confuse love with lust. And they will go down a path of hell and not even know it. And they will try to take you with them. Get in your ark. Get in the ark, build your arcs and stay there. Don't switch lanes. Don't look to the right. Look to the left. Look straight ahead. The path is narrow. There are people right now trying to convince you that Jesus, who is the, or Yeshua, okay, but they call him Jesus. So, and some of you do too, and that's fine. But they call him, well, actually, it's not fine. We'll get to that uh, more throughout this, you know, throughout our conversations. So, because what matters about names is that with a name comes a designated weight. Your name has weight to it. My name has weight to it. I know that. And I'm, I don't say that proudly. I just know it. it, it it's, it's a huge responsibility for me to carry my name. I know that. And I'm, I'm grateful for it. It's just, it is an honored responsibility. And yours is too. Yours is too. So don't you think it's important for a father, Yah, for his name to be Correct. For us to call upon his name requires that we actually know what his name is and it's not Allah. And why is that? I'm just going to touch on this briefly. It is not Allah because Allah does not have a living, breathing son who sits at his right hand. The Muslims do not believe that. Ask anyone who actually knows their Islamic faith and practices it and they will absolutely concur with what I just said. Now, can Muslims still come to uh, the throne of Father through? Uh, absolutely, through the cross, just like the rest of us. I mean, it's open. The door is open. The, the cross is open. The mercy seat is open, but you got to go through the mercy seat. You cannot go around it. It won't happen as it is written. So you have to come through the mercy seat, that sacrificial lamb that sits on the mercy seat, go back and read your Old Testament. It is very clear. And don't let the godless tell you what to believe, because they are godless. They cherry-pick scriptures, and they hang their godless hats on them, and then they try to drag you down into hell. I digress. There are people right now who will tell you that Jesus neither wants you to be to the right or to the left, In light, and I'm I'm not talking politically, but he just wants you to be right down the middle of the road because all of these extremes are really hard for people, and that's not godly. that That is not what Jesus would call for, really. So clearly, this person has never read Revelation, right? And the revelation was that you are either hot or you are cold. But if you are lukewarm, what will I do with you? I will spit you out. So these people have a form of godliness, but they deny the power thereof. And the power is sitting in that mercy seat. The power of our Father is sitting in that mercy seat. You know how I know that? Because that's forgiveness. That is mercy. That is perfect judgment. That is perfect justice sitting in that mercy seat. And that is the only way you get to a perfect and holy father is through the mercy seat. I don't care what color you are, what creed you are, what nationality you are, how many toes you have, how many false eyelashes you're wearing, doesn't matter. It all requires that you go directly through that mercy seat. And the only way you know you're going through the mercy seat is if you know that you are in fellowship with the mercy seat. And the person sitting on it. And the only way you know that is if you're studying to show yourselves approved. Not for man. Who cares? Who cares what man thinks? This is for, although it is important because you have no power. Your name carries weight, amen, in the spirit. But outside of our Father and His name and our, and out in the, in the Lamb's name, Yeshua, you have no power. And you will certainly not have any power going up against these gods. It won't happen. If you all heard me pray sometimes, I think some of you would just shudder. You, you wouldn't even know. I, it would probably freak you out. Because I pray according to the knowledge that Father has graciously blessed me with and wisdom and understanding about with whom it is I'm at war. And so, look, the out not the outlander. What What were those dudes who who like you had to decapitate things in, in order, like the monsters or whatever, not Outlander. I don't remember what it was. Anyway, one of those, you know, if you're going to get the bad guy, you got to cut off his head. <laughs> yeah, that's how I pray, <laughs> but not about people. I, I pray that, although it is tempting sometimes, but I don't do that. I pray um, in the spirit against spiritual against spiritual entities that are actually devouring people I don't actually care for. So I go to battle on behalf of people that have no idea they're actually being used to try to take me out, which is not going to succeed because I stand on the word that promises me that it won't, and you should too. Amen. Because we're told not to fear those who can harm or kill the body. But the one that we are supposed to have complete and total, oh my gosh, reverence for is the one who can not only kill the body, but after the body is dead, can actually cast your soul into hell for eternity. And what does that mean? Eternal separation in darkness from our Father. And I promise you right now, as much as, as as good as I've been as being a sinner, uh the more, the older I get and the more mature I become in my faith, there's, there's nothing that terrifies me more. Than being apart from my father. There's nothing that grieves me more than knowing that, you know, that you could end up apart from your father, a holy, loving, beautiful, filled with light and comfort and joy, father, power, honesty, truth, all provision for eternity. Look around you. Look at the demons howling. Look at the demons howling. That's what people who do not profess Christ in their heart and with their mouth as their Lord and Savior, who are walking after the Spirit and in the Spirit, who are living according to what as Christ told us to live, going from glory to glory. The, those folks, that's what they have, and it might be you. I might be describing you, but I'm going to offer you an invitation, just like I did in my first tweet today. Father is calling his entire creation into the ark of whoever will say yes to his son. So, if you're a Muslim, if you're a Taoist, if you if you worship elephants, if you're Hindu, if you're homosexual, if you are uh, transsexual if you are heterosexual and just crazy buck wild, uh, if you've professed Christ before, if you've never, if you're a Satanist, if you're a witch, if you're a warlock, whatever, whatever lower God you are serving today, I want to invite you and implore you, implore you, implore, beg you. I don't have to beg you. The word is easily entreated And it's right there for you. And he is calling his creation unto himself. I'm telling you, young, old, middle-aged, doesn't matter. Healthy, sick, black, white, gray, purple, green, doesn't matter. He's calling his creation into the ark. There are things through his word. That is the only way is through his word. The ark of the covenant who sits on the mercy seat, the only way to touch the father Go back and read your Torahs. I did leave out my Jewish brothers and sisters. I apologize. He's calling you as well. So go back and read your Old Testament. Who sat on the mercy? What was seated on that mercy seat at that time, before Christ? And you should all know, especially if you're my Jewish brothers um, and sisters, you should know exactly what those sacrifices represented and why. It was all about communion. It was all about fellowship. That's what it was about cleansing of your soul, getting yourself right before a holy God. Amen. Before your holy creator. It was always about life and love and liberty, always from the beginning. So I, I don't have to beg you. I hope you can hear the love and the sincerity and, and the seriousness in my voice. This is urgent. It is urgent. And you may be mocking, you may be scoffing, you may be cursing or trying to curse me, um, but I don't receive that. So I pray all that silly stuff off of me uh, because it is silly because I'm in fellowship with my father and I don't believe that your curse is greater than the blood of Christ. So there, but I want to encourage you to please consider what I said. And in, in the recesses of your own soul, in your quiet time, remember this invitation To confess your sins, to ask for His forgiveness, to receive His forgiveness, and to repent—not stay the way you are, not carry all that stuff and false doctrine and false living and and false unnatural affections and false thinking—and it's you know sometimes it's a it's a journey. I understand, but we are called to repent. For the kingdom is at hand today. Today is the day of your salvation. Today, right now. Today. And that's what was revealed to me today, and I'm so pleased to be and just thrilled to be able to share it with you. That for some of you are like I I can't hear the word. I don't know I don't and I've been there I've been there a lot actually in recent days, uh you know what are you calling me to do, and 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 when right I mean we all have those questions, the cloud. We stay under the authority and the provision and the wisdom. I heard someone recently say, "Knowledge and understanding are things that come to us because they're gifted to us; they're imparted to us as Yah's children. But wisdom is something you have to pray for; you have to ask for it." Amen. And the word—and that's true—because the word says, "He who lacks wisdom, ask." And, and I will give her to you liberally without finding fault. So if you lack wisdom today and you are curious about what I've just invited you to do, I implore you to inquire of your creator. And Father, I thank you for bringing your spirit of wisdom upon those who have no clue what I'm talking about right now. And that if they are seeking, that they will find you according to your word. If they're knocking, it will be opened unto them according to your word if they are asking it will be re- they will receive according to your word as it is written in yeshua's name i pray thank you so today is the day of our salve- our salvation you guys there are a lot of fakes a lot of frauds a lot of phonies and your discernment is going to have to be on high so and and why does it matter because a lot of these people are in positions of, of feeding you information They're in positions of authority. They're in positions of making policy, making laws that absolutely affect your lives and the lives of your children. They're making decisions about your elections. Some of them are hunting innocent Americans right now. They're crafting all kinds of witchcraft against innocent people. I mean, it could be you. I've watched it happen to people I know. It's horrible. It is entirely demonic. There's nothing holy about it, righteous or just. And if you're listening to the show and you're a part of that, just know that I have in fact lifted your name up, uh, your position up. I have a list of people who are engaged in these nefarious, if you haven't seen that movie, huh, that's something you should do. Uh, The book is, I can't even finish the book. It's, It's so, you talk about sobering? Good job, Steve Dace. Uh, you need to watch Nefarious. It is for real. Amen. And uh, I keep lit- listen. People think they got me on their list. They're on my list, which should be far more concerning to them because I'm a prayer warrior. And that's how I pray. I pray for everybody's um, redemption. I pray for their- for a revival in their lives. I pray that Father gives you all a place to repent, to get it together, for you to humble yourselves. For you to actually, you know, grow a soul and stop hounding and hunting innocent people and surveilling people, which is so grotesque. It is so grotesque, you know. And 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 I super commend and pray for the whistleblowers, people who have such great courage to come forward and really risk it all. Honestly. Anyone who's going to speak the truth, you got to be you got to be willing to risk it all. That's why whenever a grown man who alleges to be a spokesperson for the kingdom of God contacts me in fear, you know what that reminds me of, and and I do believe he's a brother in the Lord, praise the Lord, I do believe that, but this reminds me of you know the battle of Barack and Deborah, right? And she tells him. You're, you're, because he, she gets a word, right? We're supposed to go into battle. And, and Deborah was not only the first female judge, she was also a general. So this is what this reminds me of. So she tells him, Hey, I've, I've been given instruction. We got to go into battle. He has the same instruction. He, they know they got to go into battle, but he's like, Oh, but, but can you, I'm not going unless you go. And she was given specific instruction that he go, Right because he was actually the general of her army. And she's like, "Hmm, okay, fine, fair bet. I'll go, and here's the deal. If I go, go, when we win, the victory will not be given to you. It's going to be given into the hands of a woman. And it was, and it wasn't Deborah. She led the charge, but the woman who slew that wicked king of the day uh, was someone else entirely. And boy, she had some nerve. Invited that dude right on into the house and put a spike right through his heart or head or something, but he was gone. Okay. And, and she got the glory for that. Thank you ladies. Right. She got the glory for that, but he put her, if he's like, I'm not going without you (laughs) and may call me old fashioned. I don't know. I'm not one of these chicks that loves to see these smoking hot chicks in like short shorts and bikini tops and carrying AR 15s. Just stupid. Just stop it already. I mean, God bless the women over in Israel who are actually smoke shows and really smoking hot pretty, and they are serving their country (laughs) in their military, not doing, uh, you know, TikTok dances, talking about how wonderfully lesbian they are and how they hate their uh, population. And they would actually shoot their own countrymen, you know, if given the opportunity, that's our military, right? That, that's not the Israeli military. That's, that's us. That's the United States circus that we have right now. So that's what that is. But it just makes me nuts because I'm thinking of myself as an actual feminine, real woman who can more than handle a firearm. I would much rather have my man out in front of me, protecting me and my family. Now, look, if I got to pull up alongside you and, and, and protect our home front, I can, and I would. But my point is, you know, you guys emasculate yourselves, to be honest with you. Every time you share that stuff, click on it. Y'all think it's cute. It's actually very unholy. However, I will say it's also just ridiculous and, and you're doing it to yourselves. Like why would you want a chick out front with an AR fifteen and okay, so what? So she can shoot something. Okay, next. But why should she have to? Where are you? Where's your testosterone? Barack. Huh, how befitting. So so for me, I'm like, why would I clean your laundry? Like as a media person. Why why first of all, I'm not an investigative journalist. And, and again, I think I took offense because it, it's kind of giggly offense though. Cause I just, I just think to myself, huh, interesting. I have a Barack on my hands. So why wouldn't you just do your own dirty work? If you want to, if you want to sanitize something and shine a light on it for people who are being misled and you're going to come to me, the woman to do it. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty sad. I'm just telling you. It is. And if you're listening, God bless you. But it's just way it's weak. It's whack. It's just all that stuff. Wickedy whack. It's all that stuff. (laughs) So please be alert. Be mindful, be sober, be vigilant. If you don't have any of those things, any of those characteristics, pray for them. Pray for wisdom. He will give her to you liberally without finding fault. So you don't even have to get cleaned up to ask for wisdom. Right, You don't even have to be living as, as a, a, uh, a consecrated and sanctified life. It would be better if you are, but he provides every opportunity to save his creation every day of our lives. And that invitation is for every living and breathing thing in this planet, on this planet, every person. There's nothing supreme about Christianity. There's nothing supreme about uh, white people, black people. There's nothing supreme about anything that was created. And Christ himself said that. Why do you keep calling me good? Right? There's only one good. And that's our Father, Yah. Elohim. There's only one good. There's only one supreme being. And it's I am that I am. Amen? Amen he is self evident he, he is he is self he 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 is he is that he is amen and there's no other god above him keep in mind there are many gods when you're praying you need to keep that in mind and and pray for your enemies to be forgiven pray for the for them to have the opportunity to repent people who are attacking you shaping witchcraft against you pray for those people he said bless those who uh pray for those who spitefully use you right and and bless those who spitefully use you pray for your enemies and bless those who spitefully use you that's hard sometimes i'm not gonna lie but if i keep ephesians 3 and and 12 in front of me then it's a lot easier because our father doesn't want those people to be lost any more than he wants us to be lost amen So pray for them and then, you know, and then if that ain't happening, then, you know, what you do is then you take those things that you know, those principalities that are informing them, that are prodding them, that have them captive, you take those things to task. And I know there are some within the faith and I don't know, maybe this is part of my gifting. I have no idea, but there are some who are like, oh, you can't touch that. You, you have to have special anointing. I'm like, what? How, how much, I'm sorry, did you miss the part where like I'm covered from head to toe in the blood of Christ and I am walking after a sanctified life and I'm seated at the right hand of my father and somehow I'm supposed to be spooked out because, no pun intended, because, um, because there's a there's a lower God in the earth who is vicious and gross and, and filled with Satan's venom and, you know, in operating to destroy me and and my enemies and people and my friends my foe my 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 friends and foe rather um I'm supposed to cower. Like, I'm not supposed to, in my prayer time, take that on and declare and decree here in the earth that thy kingdom come and thy will be done on this earth as it is in heaven. This earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. I'm supposed to shrink back and cower because of lowercase gods and because these gods can throw people's bodies over cliffs and they can cause them to murder others and they can, um, you know, cause people to go insane and all of the madness that we see and they can rape children. You think I'm going to cower from the opportunity to pick up the sword of the Spirit and absolutely decapitate those spiritual heads in my prayer time? You think I'm going to cower? So many women out here with little Joan of Arc you know, avatar and all that, everybody's so badass, right? But I wonder, do you know how to pray? Because if you're not doing battle like what I just described on behalf of the kingdom and yourself, and you don't fully understand who your enemy is and who your victory is in, you are literally nothing but a Joan of Arc avatar. And that's pretty sad. So sit down. You are in the way. And a matter of fact, you're of the world. And that is not going to save you or anybody else around you. And it's not going to save the children. It's not. We are up against... A hide, it's not even a hydra, it's a hydra times a hundred. This behemoth that has now been exposed that's what behemoth is it's underground, it's hidden. This behemoth that's been exposed that is trafficking and murdering and mutilating our children from across the globe that's running through this pipeline of this country. That's it's a big syndicate, okay? It's big and it involves churches, it involves industry. It involves uh, medicine, pharmacia. It, it involves heads of state. Uh, it is massive. It is a massive network. Mostly, I, I, from what I've been told by very trustworthy sources who work in this environment of rescuing children and shining light on all of this, a lot of it involves harvesting organs. It's awful, horrible. Okay. If you're not praying in the spirit, you are legitimately not helping. Because the some of these people who pretend to be helping children, (laughs) I laugh because I feel really sorry for those people. I do because the times coming because this is the time when the light is being shown and sanitization is happening across the globe, and there's nothing they can do about it. I love it because it's father. It doesn't have to be me. It doesn't have to be Lara Logan. It doesn't have to be uh, Emerald Robinson. You know, It doesn't have to be Newsmax, right? We don't have to. Our father is absolutely blowing it out. And, man, you want to talk about a sanitization light? When the sun rises over something, you're going to watch the cockroaches scatter, and they're going to try to take as many people down with them as they can. And that is what's happening exposure 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 and he is going to ensure that countries fall nations fall people fall industries fall supply chains fall of humans fall you know why because his people have been praying for exactly that and you know what else he's not a dead god so he hears us And you know what else? He looks to and fro in the earth to see where his word is. And he is very careful to observe those who have his word in their mouths and in their heart and in their minds. And when they speak those words, those words go out to perform that to which he sent him. And they do not return void. So again, if you're on the wrong side of this whole God equation, I want to encourage you to pray. Pray. Inquire. Inquire today. Today is the day of your salvation. Also, inquire at monicaprotectswithgold.com. It's something else I was studying today about the gold and the silver and what silver... Um, in this particular study in Numbers, uh, what these silver uh, trumpets basically were were crafted uh, for what they were crafted for. I'm not talking about a shofar. I'm talking about actual silver. Um, excuse me. And that was pretty fascinating, right? And so, so back then they had to look to Moses and and Aaron and every and the Levites in order to tell them, you know, okay, the clouds going up, time to move, right? Or we're all going to get together and we're going to sacrifice this and, and this is going to be a day of mourning. This is going to be a day of feasting. This is our time of, you know, feasting. All those things were, were coming together back in the Old Testament. And so, but now we go straight through the mercy seat to our father and he gives us exact instruction. And we do have people in, in positions of kingdom government in this earth. It's very important for us to understand. Not everybody who's a prophet is who says they're a prophet is a prophet, so you have to have discernment to discern. There's no other way to God, G O D, capital Yah Elohim, no other way to mercy and justice, no other way to mercy and justice, no other way to mercy and justice other than through his son Yeshua. None, as it is written, there's no other way, and you have the opportunity to go through that narrow gate through the power seat. He is the power broker, (laughs) but now we are in him. We've been translated into Christ. So we too sit at the right hand of our father. Amen. And so you simply look over to your father and ask and pray, petition the courts of heaven for justice to rain down in this earth. Because it's happening. It is happening. So make sure when the tsunami of justice comes that you are in the ark. You are expectant. You are walking after holiness. You are expectant of good things, of your inheritance of your father, which is always daily he loads us up with his benefits. You are expectant of joy. You are expectant that when you tithe and you sow, this is not legalism, this is just precept truth, that when you give, it will be given back to you pressed down without measure. You won't even be able to contain those things that Father has stored up for those who love him. So all of that is that you have access to all of that you're not at the mercy of this world or this government or any earthly government. We are called to abide by the laws of our land. We are not called to abort life and pay for it. We are not called to pay for endless wars that are murdering uh, innocent humans. We are not called to pay for human trafficking, sexualization pipelines through our country. That is absolutely an abomination to what it is We are called, we are mandated to pay unto Caesar what is his. All of that is an abomination. But I'll tell you this I'm not encouraging you not to pay your taxes, but I am encouraging you to contend with those who are robbing you in the taxes. And they're certainly robbing Father, and he will contend with them. You don't have to worry about 80,000 IRS agents, you have an entire heaven filled with armies of angels ready for dispatch. And his justice never sleeps. His court is never asleep. There's no time where our father is concerned. So the day is at hand. com. Head over there. I see you all. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to tell you this testimony, Okay. Some people are, you know, they love to just complain because they don't know me and they are sent of the enemy and by the enemy because they are godless, uh, to disparage me and you know, whatever. And so, and all that's going to come back on them in the spirit realm because that's how that works. <laughs> and I don't subscribe to karma. So I subscribe to uh holy justice. So in that, um, I got a message from someone recently who has had to go back to work and not only go back to work, I believe they have a multiple jobs after retirement. You know why? Because their retirement portfolio is nearly depleted. It's on its way out. They cannot afford their monthly bills on the retirement they have because why? Why? The government has 1,000% manufactured an economic crisis. Not only our government, many governments have conspired to rob you of your retirement and your savings with this giant global financial overhaul that's happening. So I've been shouting from the rafters, please shelter, get in the ark. Get in get in the ark and shelter your finances to the best of your ability. It can be savings. It doesn't have to be your retirement account and you get all of your information. They'll be happy to give you all the details. Nobody hounds you 24 hours a day. No one's going to be blowing up your phone at all hours of the night talking about, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? You want to transfer to gold? Uh, and there are some companies who do that. Gold Coast, not one of them. And so Monica protects with gold.com. If you love your neighbors, if you love your family, if you love your mom and dad or your grandparents or people who are on the verge of retirement, um bless your enemies because they're going to show up at your door needing some food yep they're gonna they're gonna show up at your door needing shelter right because people who scoff and mock who show up at the ark after the doors are closed those are the people who you need to be inviting into this moment to hedge what's theirs we're supposed to be a blessing to people and that is the only reason that i have signed on with gold co or anyone else for that matter Anyone else I represent is because I believe it's going to bless your life. So please, I encourage you today, do not delay another second or another six months or another year. I, I don't know where we're going to be uh, by then, but you are called to be wise, to pray, pray about it and move, execute, execute that plan. Amen. Monica protects with gold.com. All right. You know what to do. Be good to your neighbor, beginning in your own mirror. remember, If you're an American, if you're a Christian, get in the Ark of the Covenant. Get into the Word, amen, and act like one.